Let's talk about a really interesting story uh, regarding a filly that's running tonight and one of the features at Mooney Valley in the Scarborough Stakes. Now, her name is Annie's Rose. So she's a chestnut filly. Her sire is Sepoy. Her mum, Rue Maple. And she's trained at Strathalbert in South Australia by Alexander Justice. Now, a couple of weeks ago at Bendigo, I was watching this race live. It was over 1,000 metres on a good track. And the reason I was watching it, there was a bit of a rap on a horse called Grand Larceny, who cost about $800,000 because he's the brother to Yes, Yes, Yes. So he was on debut in the race for Team Hawks. And there was a bit of a rap on the Ma Eustace runner, uh, Keep Your Cool, who was having its second start in a race after running well on debut. Well, the winner of the race was this Annie's Rose, who basically sat on a limb for the majority and yet was strong on the line. Trained by Alexander Justice. And the price that day, $101. And Alexander Justice joins us. Good morning, Alexander. Good morning. How are you? Good. Please tell me you had 50 bucks each way. <laughs> no, quite. <laughs> Actually, I put a bit of money on her early and I was going to go back and have a little bit more each way and sort of just got a little bit busy race day. So, but um, no, it was enough. <laughs> what was the realistic expectation? Uh, early on... I think we always rated the silly a lot. So we sort of picked out a Vobus and we thought it should go well, but you sort of see the big name trainers and you see the $800,000 yearlings and you start to think, oh, maybe we should have stayed something a little bit more country. Um, so it was really pleasing to see her run the way she did. And do it the tough way. Yes, it was uh, around the corner. I sort of thought, oh, at least we'll run top half here. That's all right. And then I thought, oh, we'll run a pace. And then she just... Just didn't stop. Just kept going through her gears. So it was it was really nice. And I thought she was strong late in the race to win by three quarters of a length. Yeah, so I think she'll... Um, early on, we thought she was a little bit just of a, a speed horse. Um, but we did a lot of work in her trials at getting her to settle, getting her to use her gears. Um, that's probably why she didn't get showed up too much. Um, so I actually think she'll get she'll appreciate the 1,200 tonight and she might even get a little bit further down the track. You know all about the family, uh, Rue Maple. Tell me about the history behind Annie's Rose. So Rue Maple is you know, a really uh, well-performed Rubiton now. Um, and the Drow family raced her and it was sort of one of their uh, foundation mares, really, um, with Darren Weir. Um, Weary sort of said when she retired, anything this horse throws will be a good horse. <laughs> it nearly put a little bit of a jinx on the family. They've just had terrible luck with paddy accidents, um, horses just having injuries. Um, so they were sort of getting to the end, wit's end with her a little bit. And they've sent me the brother who couldn't stay sound in Melbourne. He won at Murray Bridge on Wednesday. Um, and they sent me Annie's Rose as an unbroken yearling as well. So... She's got her issues and we've sort of stayed on top of them from day one, knowing the family history. Um, so it's been very rewarding to break her in and take her all the way through. What are the issues with Annie's rise? Uh, just like them all a little bit, a little bit jointy, a little bit feet. Um, she's she's fairly good. It's I think because we knew the history, we sort of, I was half waiting for it. I was half ready for it and just haven't rushed her. Always had her on the right feed, the right supplements, the right work. Um, and just sort of, yeah, she's sort of our baby a little bit, so we look after her pretty well. Just back to Rue Maple, she won five from 30 and was placed on 13 other occasions. As you mentioned, Rubiton, her sire, and that horse that won during the week, the relation, uh, $26. 
So I hope you had yeah. something on it. Three bungers. Yeah, we did. That one I had a little bit more on. I was a bit more confident. <laughs> so I did back him the week before and he uh we had the crossover nose band and he just resented it. So we sort of Wednesday we took that off and we pulled the trigger with the blinkers and it was a little bit worrisome at the hundred when he couldn't get a bit of clear running, but once he got that clear he really burst the line. I think he will we thought he'd be Melbourne standard early on. Um and we'll just see how far he gets now that he's sort of put it all together. Alexander, Lincoln Moore touched on this yesterday in our South Australian segment. I mean, your strike rate over the past few months is exemplary. Yeah, we've just had a, probably three or four months ago, I actually said to mum, um, who supports the stable a lot, as you know, always sort of give me a hand with the horses, I sort of said, we're building quite a nice little team here at the moment. It's just through a, the Giroux family, the Bunga Street Thoroughbreds, really support me with horses. And I have another local owner, Cathy Evans, back in SA that, supports me with a few and we're just sort of just having a good little run with the ones we've been picking Yeah, about. and you were at Oakbank for a time, weren't you? How long have you been at Strathalbyn, Alexander? So not too long. Was that Oakbank from day one, I worked for a trainer there on a really nice um, property. Uh, and then that he retired and that got sold and we thought, oh, it's maybe time to broaden the horizons a little bit and we've ended up at a really nice property at Wistow and and training out of Strathalbyn, I thought it would just help my training a little bit, being that little bit more professional environment. Um, and we've just upped the numbers that last sort of six, 12 months, and I think we're starting to see the rewards for it. Have you been training for almost two decades? Yeah, a little bit like that. Um, yeah, so I got my owner trainer's licence, I think just turned 19. I trained a city winner at 19, so I sort of jokingly Oh, really? What was the, the city winner called? Uh, Rose of Nirvana. Was it 100 to 1 as well? <laughs> she was 20 to 1, I think. That day. She was a maiden horse in a three-year-old race. Yeah. Um, so I always make, jokingly make the claim I'm Australia's youngest ever Metropolitan winning trainer. Um, and until this filly, that was about my only claim to say. <laughs> yeah. So who was the biggest influence then on your career? And do you do things a little bit out of the un- you know, unusual or unorthodox at all? A little bit. Probably Ken Matson, who I worked for for probably 15 years since I was 13. I got a job with him on work experience. Um, and then in later life, probably, I've probably gone down the path where I don't go to the track four times a week. You know, my horses will only go for a gallop. Um, I like doing a lot of paddock work, a lot of show jumping, a lot of dressage, a little bit of treadmill work. Um, there's another trainer, Peter Jones, who trains at Mackey's, has a treadmill that he lets me use, which is really good. And it's probably helped her a lot with her soundness. Um, so I'm just one... I think you've got to have a happy horse, and I think just going around in circles five days a week doesn't produce that. Um, so, yeah, we do a lot away from the track. When I saw you uh, that particular day watching that race when Annie's won on debut, Annie's Rose, I, I saw you, you know, obviously thinking of the Justice family, you know, uh, in harness racing, but you're no relation? Yeah, so we get asked that a lot. Um, so we're no relation. Early on, I think the stewards thought I was relation. A lot of my early runners got pre- and post-race swabs, they <laughs> thought some bloke from the trots. Um, but I actually was talking to Lance's son the other day, Rob, um, and we are both from the Port Adelaide area, so we're not sure if there is a crossover a fair way back, um, but no, no close relation. Well, Annie's rose tonight. You've thrown her in the deep end in the Scarborough. She's $80 or $70, so she's not a hundreds. Um, no, we've got, we've got backing. <laughs> and she's drawn the outside gate. What's the realistic expectation coming off a maiden? Um, look, well, I'll be happy. I'll be happy if she finishes midfield or better. Um, 
it's not the easiest group three. It's a little bit harder than I was hoping, but you sort of it's springtime, and you, you know I said to the owners, if that horse of uh, the half brother to yes 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 had won, I'm sure they would have been going straight to a black type. It was that sort of maiden, so I don't think she's out of her depth there. Um, and we, yeah, we'll just have a crack, and if we can get that black type, that sets her up for life. Absolutely. Well, that's Annie's Rose. As I said, it's a great story. Race 8, the last at Mooney Valley tonight, number 13. Good luck with her. And Jared Fry, um, you've left him on, on this particular filly tonight. Yeah, so Jared's yep. got a real connection with the Bungan Street boys, and he won four out of four on her mum. So I actually did say to him three or four months before I brought her over, I said to Jared, I've got one out of Rue Maple that I quite rate, and I'll bring it over for a win for you. Um, so he was, I think he was more happy than me on the day, actually. He really enjoyed it, Jarrett. Alexander, my system is don't back long price winners at their next start. So I'm hoping that's wrong um, tonight, <laughs> tonight. And good luck with that. No, awesome. Thank you. There he is. Uh, great story, isn't it? Alexander Justice from South Australia telling us about a horse that went around the outside fence or five wide without cover on debut to win a maiden, beat, beating some blue bloods um, at 100s. Goes around tonight. Similar quote in the Scarborough Stakes, uh, race eight at the Valley, number 13. Let's hope she can get some luck. One thing I did notice when she jumped the other day, she jumped pretty well, but it just seemed to be a little, like a little leap in the air uh, at the start there. But anyway, that's Annie's Rose tonight, the last at the Valley.